for a bit. Usually it's nice to let the flow come in for sure. Make sure everything's posted and running properly. I think we got a few more to send out. Let's see. There we go. I always like to make sure the audio is. Sounding good, not too. Yeah. Perfect. That's one of the problems I had before. Like, my, I could not get the mic right for the life of me. Like, it would either sound like I was, like, just, you know, right up and in, like, mm -hmm. you could hear my breath and shit, or you just couldn't hear me at all. Audio like, has been the worst, like, the whole entire worst thing about doing this. Really? I hate it. I'm not an <laughs> audio engineer. I don't know anything about proper setup. Yeah, no, I feel <laughs> I just, that. It's been a struggle. I mean, you've got some experience now, though. Yeah, you know, even definitely. A lot of troubleshooting. Yeah. A lot of time spent in here going back and forth from sitting here to the computer, testing the mic, listening to how it sounds. Like Yeah, that's for just, sure. That's for sure. It's tough. What's up, William? What's up, B-Bird? What's up, B-Bird? But, yeah, it's, it's fun, though, at the yeah. same time, because, like, once you get that crisp audio that you want mm -hmm. and it sounds good and there's no other weird interference. You're just like, yes. Like, finally. Fuck. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely a process. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you know what you're doing because, I mean, I'd be, I'd be sitting here for <laughs> days just trying to get the mic right. And I remember our first, like, <clears throat> two, three months, we were running, like, programs where they would, like, duplicate our audio just on random days. We had a running joke where we would do, a, like, a three-hour podcast leave come back and everything's different and what? we don't do anything different like all the audio sounds different there's like layers and whatnot um i didn't hear anything you hear something no no a high-pitched noise kind of sounds like crickets huh see and this this blows my mind because like I've done, like, ten podcasts in the past, like, month or two. Yeah. Perfect audio. Really? Perfect audio. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so... Shit. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't hear anything. You hear something? No. No. A high-pitched noise kind of sounds like crickets. Huh. See, and this, this blows my mind because, like, I've done, like, ten podcasts in the past, like, month or two. Yeah. Perfect audio. Really? Perfect audio. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird. <laughs> it's on YouTube and Twitch? See, okay, if I go to Twitch and it sounds different, I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? It sounds like the bearings in a PC fan. I mean, yeah, I, I hear the, the fan. Yeah, I can hear the fan, but it's Pretty not. Pretty lightly. Is it like, is it unbearing, like or unbearable? Bearing. It's like unbearable, or is it like, you know, manageable? I mean, cause yeah, I can hear the fan. I can hear it too. Manageable. I mean, cause yeah, I can hear the fan. I can hear it too. I can hear it in the background now. A little bit, yeah. Okay. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna mute the mic for a second. I have an idea.
it's picking up what's coming from the fan, and if I lower the gain, oh, okay, I see what you're we'll saying. We'll still be, they'll still be able to hear us just fine, but maybe the background noise will dissipate a little oh, bit. Okay. Is it a fan you can turn off? No, it's from the PC. Yeah. See what I mean, though? Like, yeah. Just out of nowhere, like, like non-joking. It just <laughs> now the audio is not good. Just blows my mind. It's just a gamble every time. <laughs> Kinda. Damn. We can talk. I'm gonna do a couple things while uh, we get the show rolling. That For might sure. Fix the problem. Let's see. So what all did you cover on the first episode? Because I watched it when you guys when you posted it originally, but. Um. So I just talked about what I wanted to talk about, basically, you know, stuff that I thought, you know, like, topics that would be cool, and just, that's pretty much it, I mean, you know, really was just an introduction, right, you know, it was like, hey, we can, you know, we're gonna talk about, you know, these issues, and these issues, and, you know, you know, my views on certain things, but that's pretty much all it was, I don't even remember how long it was, I think it was, I don't think it was that long, like, 20 minutes, yeah. 25 minutes, something like that. And it was, I thought it was decent, but, like, I needed to, I don't know, I should have, I tried to stick with it, I just couldn't do it. I just, like, I'd sit there, and I would just, I couldn't talk to myself. Like, it was just, it was so weird. It's definitely difficult without having um, someone there to be, like, to fill that dead space. Yeah. Because, I mean, unless you wanted to do a lot of editing. Ugh negative <laughs> and editing yeah, yeah. <laughs> editing for me is probably just as bad as audio issues yeah um let me know if that fixed it i put a noise suppression filter on the mic or on the program itself so that might also cancel out some of the back noise if not if it's bearable I can work on it after. For sure, for sure. Oh, oh it's fixed. fixed. Good job, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, I think that podcasting is a lot of fun. I, I've always wanted to do it, man. I've been wanting to do it for so long, but I just, you know, I even try, I tried it with my, my best friend, my roommate. We tried to sit there and we tried to do it one night, actually multiple times. Same thing. We were just like, okay, so... <laughs> and I think I should have done it live because then, you know, I can talk to you guys. It seems a bit more alive, you know? It's not me in a room talking to a mic and then... I think that the people who are able to do that have just a weird mindset. Yeah. Where they... I don't know if it's <laughs> that they're lonely and they just <laughs> want someone to talk to and they just are able to communicate. Or even yeah. the guys who used to like play video games and like commentate over them yeah and they would do it for just hours oh and yeah hours. just hours now i mean they'll do like a six hour long playthrough yeah and just because i even catch myself if i do like a game playthrough i'll be two hours in and then i'm just listening to the game I'm like oh fuck people were watching <laughs> like, I, need to, <laughs> I need to talk to someone oh, man. what do you talk about I talk about all kinds of things. I've got some very strong and 
divisive opinions on on things that some people seem to appreciate and some people seem to not like so much. No, I, I look at a lot of your posts that you make on social media and whatnot, but I don't know if it's just the people who don't, who you've either pissed off or f- offended, um, if they've just got off your social media or what, but like most people seem pretty yeah on board. I think one of the things with that is that if someone like attacks me on there, there is like an army <clears throat> of people just, you know, like people who I've, who've been, you know, friend, I've been friends with on there forever that, you know, like all my posts and stuff, they will just all gang up on them on the first. And it just cracks <laughs> me up every time. So usually I won't even have to do anything. I'll just watch, you know, and they'll just, you know, and <laughs> so I think that that might be part of it because, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I get, I have an app that tells me and I usually get like five or six people to delete me a day. Oh, really? Yeah. But then I'll get like 10 or 15 requests a day too. And I also have just lots of pending requests that I just, yeah, it just adds up. Yeah. And a lot of them, I do people, I have no idea who they are and just I, a lot of really old people for some reason, like. I have, like, five or six, like, 60-year-old, heavily Republican <laughs> women that they just that add me, that no mutuals, nothing, and I'm just like... Those Karens want to give you a piece of their mind. Yeah, apparently, man. <laughs> How dare you have opposing opinions? And for real, yeah, and they'll just... I've got so many of those on my pending requests, and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to accept this, if I want to... Yeah. See, I did it the other way on my Facebook... I just went through and started adding people who are local. Yeah. And now it's up to an ungodly amount that I don't know, like, I know maybe, like, 10%. Oh, yeah. But same. it's led to, like, I've met a lot of cool people, but at the same time, I'll go through and just read the most just ignorant or stupid oh, yeah. shit. And I, I can't control myself when I see shit like that. I just have to say something. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just... Yeah, I, I just can't help it. I'm just like, I got I to gotta tell them, like, they're wrong, bro. You know? like That's the weird part about social media, too, is everyone is tough over a keyboard. And what I mean by that is, like, they'll post, like, this crazy opinion that's either, you know, shitty or offensive or whatever. And then right when someone opposes them. They're just like, oh, wait, I'm, you know, they'll, they'll back down. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. All the time. What were you expecting? People to not? to oppose your opinion like it i'm a i'm a firm believer that if you're on social media and you're posting stuff and you aren't ready for opposing opinions yeah don't post that's what i love the most (laughs) about you know posting stuff like that is people you know i like the commentary i like to see people's you know views and responses and i like to you know talk to them or if they disagree with me i like to you know kind of debate with them and whatnot sometimes i'll post something and I'll just be so tired, and like I'll, it'll just, you know, so many common stuff, and I'll just be like, oh, I don't want to deal with this right now. And yeah. I'll just not respond, but I mean, most of the time, that's my, that's my shit is to go in there and debate with them. What are you boys talking about doing podcasts and stuff? <laughs> For those people who say dumb shit in your inbox, there's only one thing you can say in response, and your words are beautiful. Don't be stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I do. I get so many dumb people in my inbox. Um, and I, I never know them. Or th- Usually they'll say that I know them, but mm. I just have no recollection of them. And like the one the other day, the, the girl, did you see that? The girl who asked me for uh, 
she asked me for a ride. It was on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so like, fucking hilarious. Dude, just out. And she, I don't, that got me heated, bro. Like, she was just, who confesses that she got a DUI with her daughter in the car to a complete, I mean, she says she knew me, but I have no She confessed she that when you originally gave her a lift? Um, no. So I never gave her a lift or anything. She just messaged me on Snapchat. Oh, okay. And was like, hey, can you give me a ride? Or something, and I was like, "Do I know you?" Right. And she was like, "And I saw, I've seen, I looked through like her Snapchat stories, and she just looked really, just, like trashy, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, really, I don't know." And so I was, I, I just had this thought. I was, and, you know, so then she was like, "I got a, I got a DUI. I really need, you know, some help." And I just had this feeling. I was like, "Did I don't even know why I asked this, but I was, I was just." I just said, hey, was was your daughter with you? And <laughs> and she was like, yeah, but she's fine now. Oh, my. I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Like, you, not a snowball's chance in hell I'm driving your ass anywhere. You right. know? That's when I was like, sound like a pretty shitty parent, you know? Pity your daughter. <laughs> I saw that. I was just <laughs> laughing so hard. I'm like, I hope she realized how ridiculous... <laughs> do you get people asking you for money um no i don't get really people asking me for money I, there's been a few times people be like hey man uh you know is there any way you could spot me like 30 bucks i'll pay you back like on friday when i get paid nah. i'm like no huh. no absolutely no. not no i have i've been having a string of people messaging me with like and i don't know like why they're messaging me i don't ever put up that i have or don't have money i don't talk about finances yeah so i don't know why but like it's like this long sob story about how i can't remember the one the other day the sob stories yeah it was something like i have two kids and we just got kicked out where our the man in my life was abusive towards the kids and like this whole entire long sob story and then it ends with like i really need money to stay at a hotel (laughs) and i'm like you must be in a low spot in your life or just have no, just don't give a shit. If you're willing to, I mean, I have way too much pride to ask a stranger for money. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I guess if that's, I mean, if that's their only option, I, I mean, if they're really that desperate, I guess maybe someone would help, but. I'm sure there's people who would. I mean, there's people like that that are just. I'm, I'm in the same boat though. Like there's always a way to make money. <laughs> oh yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, go do, you could go do DoorDash and make pretty decent money. Yeah. You know, like, so I mean. Even if you don't have a car, like, fuck, I, this Wendy's down here. Yeah. They pay same day now. Really? Yeah, I saw. Same day pay? Yeah, I really? saw on, wow. like, the window where it said something like, join now and get same day pay. I don't know if it's just for that day. Yeah. Or if it's like, they always pay you every day now. But I'm like, fuck, if you're in a I'm bind. Sure pay every single day. Oh, that would be, be dope. so nice. And so, I don't know, I think I'd spend it too fast if that was the case. True. Yeah. I feel like if I had, you know, money in my pocket every single day, I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck, we'll just go get things. For real. I can't save, dude. Like, if I have money in my savings account, I, I my mind goes to, all right, what can I buy with this amount right. of money if it's badass? <laughs> <laughs> At what point was the daughter there? I don't know. I didn't really ask. Like, I didn't go into details. Um, I wasn't like, you know, tell me the story. 
Um, she just said, yeah, but she's fine now. So I, I think that kind of implies that she was in the car with her. Yeah. And I don't know how she still has custody, honestly. I think she should have her kid taken away. I, You're yeah. driving around fucked up with your daughter in the back. And then just telling strangers about it so casually. Like, yeah, she's good now, though. Like, I just don't know if people... I mean, me personally, I don't have a child, right? So I don't know me neither. the mindset. But if you were to have a kid, you would think, like, well... Because I, I agree, like, I think parents should still go out and do things that oh, they find sure. fun. Oh, for sure, yeah. They need a life outside their but, children. They're going insane. But if you put your kid in shitty situations that you put yourself in you shouldn't be a parent. Definitely not. You don't know. No. I mean, that's that's one of the things, like, if you're, if you have a kid, or if you're planning to have a kid, you're going to have to realize that you're going to have to change your whole lifestyle. Yeah. And that's why, like, I'll admit right now, at least for the good future, um, I'm, I'm not willing to, like, change that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm good with how it is, you know. I respect that, too, because I think yeah. a lot of people don't think about that going in. Yeah, they just... You know, they're like, oh, it's a baby, it's cute, and it's mine, and, like, yeah, I want one. And then they do it, and then they, you know, the reality comes of, like, they're going to have to change so much of their life. And sometimes their entire, like, personality, if you're one of those people whose entire personality is getting drunk at mm-hmm. the bar, which, I, you know, I know a few of them. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know, you're not going to be able to do that as much. Yeah, you're probably not going to be a good parent. <laughs> no, probably, probably not. Yeah, you're going to have to change your priorities. Can we do a hot take on having kids? Yeah. It's definitely not selfless. It's selfish. Oh, for real. We are so damn overpopulated. And I agree. No, I I totally agree. I hate that comment that, like, I don't know if that's a Utah thing. Might be. Because, like, we have a mindset of, you know, there's, there's, there's a layout, right? Like, you of Mormons in Utah, you go on your mission, you come back, you start a family, you have kids. So I feel like it's an excuse to make their, like to justify their way of living. Yeah. That having kids is selfless. I think so too. But it's totally selfish. Oh yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You're just making a clone of you because you want one. (laughs) Yeah. I want, (laughs) um, I want like a 21 year old son, but I, I don't want the childhood phase. Yeah. Which it sounds weird, but like if I could just, like somehow have like a 21 or 22 year old son that's like young like you know a younger me that's like old enough that i can like hang out with right and, and not just have to clean up after and uh but i always felt like i just wouldn't be a good dad i don't, I don't think why. i would either i i don't think i'm i don't know i, I just feel like I'm, I'm not i'm not the right i'm not that type of person like yeah. i'm not very paternal mm-hmm. you know I always told people that I just don't, I never really wanted kids in the first place, but like, it wasn't necessarily because I didn't like the act of having kids. I just didn't think I would be a good dad. I just don't like, I don't have that mindset. I grew up as an only child. I don't know how to act and be around kids. Yeah. You know, I, I feel you that whenever someone's like, has a baby, I'm just like, I like want to hold him. I'm like, I feel so awkward. Same. I don't know. I don't think they're cute either. No. No. I mean, I, I bet it's different if you have your own. Sure. But I just kind of think they all look the same. Yeah. Like, yeah, you probably don't want to call your own baby ugly. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I imagine if you have your own, it's it's totally different because you have that connection with it. But let's go back to old lesson on times. Like having kids. Being the 
Free labor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I bet that was that was wild back then. I think it'd be interesting if we ever do get to the point of time travel. If that's even something that is possible. I know. I think about that shit all the time. I don't. I wouldn't really want to go back and live in any particular. I kind of just want to see. Yeah. Like if I could just spectate, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like I I fuck something up. Right. I just step on the wrong rock and it somehow, and then all of a sudden somehow I've never been born, you know? (laughs) That would be cool just to be like a, what's the analogy, fly on the wall for like some circumstances that have gone through history. Like, Oh, yeah. I'd immediately go back to Jesus' time and just be like, kind of phony shit's going on here. Like, I have to see this. Like, I have to see what what happened and what didn't. (laughs) I mean, we can jump right into religion talk. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a hot. I can go there all a day. Hot topic, like I can go there all day. So why don't we give a background of each other's like yeah religious yeah for sure sides. What's your what's what's so what's your background on it? I grew up without a religion in my household, so my dad hmm. is. I think he was baptized Christian, but wasn't didn't ever follow any faith through like i think he stopped like going to church at like eight mm-hmm. and made his own decisions my mom was baptized mormon and never like she stopped going to church when she was in her teens right and i don't know i don't know like what the personal reasons were i'm sure they have theirs yeah but my parents it was confusing when i was a kid but as i'm older i really appreciated it they never pressured me to do anything religiously but they, neither. they also, like, gave me the support. Like, they were like, if you want to go to church, you can go. Yeah. If you want to do this or that or this or that, you can go. But we're going to leave that up to you. We're not going to be, like, sway you one way or the other. I respect that for sure. That's kind of how mine were, too. I mean, my, you know, my mom was LDS. Not, like, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was Buddhist. So I went to both. I went to the Buddhist temple like one Sunday, and mm. the next I go to my mom's Mormon church. And then, you know, as I got older, um, you know, and and then after my dad died, I I only went to the you know church, and they had me baptized and stuff. Um, but then, yeah, I, I I started just to ask questions, and and then something happened where this I was I was pretty young, but. I was in like a Sunday school or, you know, one of the classes they do for like the kids. And one of the teachers mentioned, he's like, Jesus is going to come back in our lifetime. And, you know, everyone's going to die. The world's going to burn like people, you know, and I remember that scared the shit out of me as a kid at that age. And I'm still spiteful about that. Like, I feel like you should not teach that to like kids, you know? Absolutely not. No. And, yeah, so then I started asking more and more questions, and I'd ask them questions, and they wouldn't know the answer, or they'd try to shush me, like, they'd be like, oh, we don't, don't worry about that, just have faith. Right. You know, and so I, I just, and my mom told me, she's like, I knew you weren't ever going to be religious. She's like, when you were a little kid, I knew you weren't going to be religious. <laughs> don't ask, yeah, that's for damn sure. I What was it that I asked? I'd say... Because in the Mormon church, they believe that God and Jesus are separate, but kind of the same. Mm. Like, there's the Son, 
the Father and then, like, the Holy Ghost. And I'd be like, okay, so God sacrificed... He got So he gets mad at Adam and Eve for eating the apples, or Eve for eating the apples, of knowledge, which I still don't think that she did anything wrong. Right. No. <laughs> no, and then he sacrifices himself, who is also his son, to save us from himself, right. and then never lets it down, you know, for all of history. I, I gave my only begotten son for you. It just seems weird, and I'd be like, why couldn't he just forgive us? Why do you have to... You know, abort his thirty-year-old son in the most brutal way possible. <laughs> right, and they just they'd be like, oh, he, 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 God is he's mysterious. He's a mysterious guy. Works mysterious ways. Yeah, he's always. That's not an answer, like you know. And then when I was in my junior high years, I became so anti-religious that I just hated. I had like a deep hatred for any anything religious. Like I'm sure anyone who knew me back then. They vouched, vouched for me on that. You know, I'd go on Instagram and just go on these rants all the time and just argue with people. Yeah. And it started to cool off a bit. But, I mean, I've, I've been an atheist probably since I was 13, 12 or 13. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a God out there. I really Me neither. don't. No. Do I think that there's something that we don't understand? For yeah. damn sure. For sure. That's the thing. There's definitely shit that we don't understand. You know, and I feel like a lot of times something weird will happen or something that's unexplainable and people jump to the conclusion. Like, let's say we hear footsteps in here and we're the only ones in here. Some people would be like, oh, it's a ghost. I know that they died in this room. Right. You know, they were 12 years old and they died in a fire in, you know, 19... 19- 65 it's like sure. how do you know that man like that's such a jump to a conclusion I, I feel like there's nothing i feel like the most intelligent thing to say if something weird happens is i don't know yeah. i really don't know and you don't either anyone who says they do is lying you know i really think that especially from the religious standpoint is people have to take weird circumstances try and put the religious twist on it so it justifies their mindset oh totally like right now, I saw this post that was like, well, what did it say? Something. It was about coronavirus, and it was like, oh, um, everyone in this nursing home died from it, but my grandmother survived. So I thank you, Jesus. It's like, okay, what about all the people who just, who he just killed? Yeah. Like what? Or you know, a fire will happen, and everyone in the house dies, but a Bible is left untouched somehow, and they're like, it's a miracle. It's like. Yeah, except for the except for the you know the people who died. Yeah, the barbecue corpses. But next thank to God, it. The, thank God your your book's okay. You know what pisses me off, like beyond belief, what? is like when some person goes in for surgery, right? Yeah, and it's like this crazy, scary surgery, and it's successful. And the first thing they do is like, oh, thank God. How about the motherfuckers in that room? Every time that gets <laughs> me know? heated, it's they've like, been I... studying their whole life. To oh, perform this God, surgery dude. to save your fucking life, and the first thing you do is try and justify your your brainwash. That shit gets me heated because it's like all these people who have years and years of you know, student loans and medical training, and you know, spend a quarter of their life trying to get to this point, and they did something as crazy and like amazing as saving your life, and you come out of it and you're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. God did this. That gets me heated. God's will. Yeah. There's a reason. Like, there's a reason why most doctors aren't religious. Yeah. As well, because yeah. like, 
true. <laughs> once, true. You, once you actually go through and do some studying, you're like, okay. Yeah, and like the the Mormon church is so obviously a fraud. Wait, what? I mean, the Garden of Eden was definitely in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like, in Missouri. That's the thing. So, so much of it can be disproved. Like, the um, I think, I could be wrong on this, but I think part of the Book of Mormon, or maybe it's the Pearl and Great Price or Doctrine and Covenants, one of the Mormon scriptures says something about, like, elephants in the U.S. back in, like, oh. I mean, maybe it wasn't elephants. It was some animal, and, like, a bunch of scientists and researchers are like that we have scientific evidence that that never happened right the jews were never here yeah that it's just made up yeah and there's also a book that came out very close to the time of joseph smith's prophecy and first vision all that shit that was oddly similar to Mm -hmm. the story of the i can't remember what it's called i'll have to i'll define the name of that book a lot of the early stuff from joseph smith like so i I've done a lot of research myself because it's just we live in the culture. We have to know about it. Otherwise, we're going to be left behind. But uh, he was like his early age, his early like hustles were like straight up con man stuff. Oh, yeah. He, he, would, he was. He was a con man. He would go and claim that there were artifacts on people's land for him to go try and dig them up. But you have to pay him to have it digged up or dug up. And then if he found anything, it was either something that he faked. Oh, yeah. Or it was something that, like, wasn't shit. Yeah, and nobody saw the golden plates. No. Except him. No. And he used that little glass the thing. And, stone. Yeah, and he probably just found that oh, somewhere. Yeah. And he sort of broke off a piece of glasses. And we're like, oh, this, this will do it. Well, and it's just crazy to me that, like, I think that the Mormon religion is so, like, I don't hate Mormons. No, me neither. I don't. No, no. The great people. Yeah, There's no. a lot of them are great people. I think the problem is, is those great people are getting taken advantage of, and they don't want to either look at it in that light, yeah, or they're so scared that they'll be ostracized from society because that is programmed into them at such a young age that they just don't. It's not worth them. Yeah, it's not worth it to back out at this point. Yeah, and you know, for a lot of people, I imagine it would be pretty fucking scary to, like, admit or you know find out or even look into the possibility that they're everything you believe is bullshit yeah. you know and people ask me that like you know is it because i'm kind of i'm a bit of a nihilist too but people will be like is that depressing that, you know thinking that this is it and it's like when you're dead it's like no yeah. candle candlelight goes out i'm just like not really no because if i'm in my opinion when i die i won't even know i'm dead no I'll just be done i'll just be, be it's like i'll just that's it I'm, yeah. i won't even know you know so, I, I agree with you. Is that what that nihilist means? Like that it's just nihilism. You know, it basically the 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 core meaning of nihilism is basically that life has no no meaning. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of a lot of definitions tie on that. Not, uh, a nihilist believes that all morals are pointless and mm-hmm. everything is pointless. And I don't know if I'm. I mean, I I do think a lot of morals are kind of stupid that people have, but yeah. I think that. I just don't think there's an, an inherent meaning. Like, I don't think we're here for a purpose. I don't think anything happens for a reason. Right, I, I think shit's just random. I think there's shit that we don't know about that is weird, you know? <laughs> we, we're definitely going to have to have guests on. Oh, that's for we damn share, sure. We share too many similar opinions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we need, we need I, some... I, I feel the same way because I just don't... Like, what? why are we here? Right? It's all for myself, right? Like, 
And that's, I should have the best time for myself. And that's the core of, you know, Satanism, and that's why I've been a follower of it for so long, just because, you know, it's all about, as far as we know, this is it. Yeah. So you want to live it to the fullest, you know, at the end of the day, it's just you. Yeah. So you should, you know, respect yourself. You should, you know, love yourself the most. Or not not the most, but you should always, you know, think of yourself and, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, it's just you. you yeah. Know? You, you could... Tomorrow, everyone you know could die. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Who knows? I mean, so with Satanism, like obviously in media, it's portrayed completely different. Oh yeah. Movies, TV, everything. Yeah. What's been the most annoying thing for you, like being a Satanist and being someone who will, you know, you're telling people that you are, because like for a long time it was taboo. Yeah, it was. What's the most annoying part? Just like the stigmas, or is it the image like people expect you to be a certain way but you're not i i don't i you know what i think my biggest thing with it is is a lot of modern satanists aren't don't know anything about satanism it's like for example the satanic temple i I support a lot of what they do but i think they're a political movement not a religious movement and they're so popular right now because of all the stuff they're doing they put up the statue they have all this anti um or you know, pro very pro choice things, which I, I agree with all of those, but yeah. they're very people think that they're a Satanist just because they're like, Oh yeah, I agree with what, you know, they're doing. And it, in reality it's like in true Satanism it's 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 a philosophy and it's a lifestyle. And you know, it's something that you have to you have to study and you have to actually learn about and you don't it, it's not just some people do it just for the aesthetic. Yeah. You know, and I I hate that too. You know, I mean, I, you know, you can dress however you want, like however you want, but I mean, don't call yourself a Satanist just because you're you, you, like know, you got black. Look. And, yeah, just because you wear black and you got, you know, paint your face white or whatever. It's just, right. I think that's what bothers me the most. It's it's rare that I meet another Satanist that actually knows what I'm talking about. Right. You know, and actually you know agree and all all the time i argue with satanists almost as much as i do with christians like in you know in the i think i follow more the church of satan over the satanic temple mm-hmm. and they're very different but a lot of times like the the satanic temple is very it's much more about you know it, they're more of a group they focus more on each other and compassion and stuff which is fine but like true satanism is like it's yourself like and you focus on yourself right you know and we're you know it's very about it's very much about justice and you treat people how they treat you yeah like if someone's an asshole to you don't don't be nice to them like don't you know you should be you should be treated with like respect and if people don't respect that then you shouldn't treat them with respect yeah well and i and i don't like the whole Oh, hold on. Someone wants us to comment on there. Sorry, Morton. All religion is just a lot of word of mouth passed down from village to village, finally written down hundreds of years later, but obviously distorted through time. Absolutely. I agree. Like, I've always said, I think the story of Jesus, could he have been a real person? Like, yeah, it's possible, man. But Mm -hmm. I think what happened is there's probably some dude, and his name could have been Jesus, you know, Lazarus, whatever. Jesus of Lazarus. You know, any of the names. And then I think the stories just got compiled together. Like, you know, I mean, have you heard the story of Horus, the Egyptian mm-hmm. god? I mean, he was born 
I don't remember all of it, but it's very similar to Jesus's. Yeah. You know, he was born to a carpenter, and he was born to a virgin, or you know, stuff like he was crucified. Like all, he had twelve disciples, all this stuff. So I think a lot of the stories just get combined together, and you know, becomes a mix of truth and myth and legend. Right. So I I agree with you completely. Yeah, I do too. I mean, on top of the fact that in today's day and age, right, for you, like, let's say you wanted to write a book. I've right? always wanted to. It's you bucket listed. Yeah. Are people going to read your book and take it for facts not knowing you? Or are they going to read the book because you are credited? And that's one thing with the Bible that I've always wondered. Like, why do we give credit to someone that we don't know anything hmm. about? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, like, I yeah. I don't know who wrote the Bible. I mean, a lot of it, you know, it's a compilation of letters yeah. and journals, and, you know, they brought it together at the, what's it called, the something of uh, Nisine or Nisine? I always oh, forget it. Yeah, 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 I know. But, yeah, they just compiled it all together. And a, lo- a majority of it was written by John, John yeah. the Revelator. I know he did all of Revelations. And then, you know, a lot of the disciples wrote theirs. But it's not a narrative. And, like, the Quran is more like a book, like, from right. beginning to end. But the Bible's, it's not, there's no beginning and end, really. Like, Revelations and Genesis are definitely an end and a beginning. But it's it's not a narrative. And it's just, yeah, I mean, we don't know the people who wrote it. And I, I, I do think, I think some things in the Bible are more, are, respe- are more respectable than others. Yes. But, oh, and I, I hope that a lot of people look at it that way, too. Because regardless of what you believe, there are good things to pull from the Bible. Oh, absolutely. That could help you live a more fulfilling life. Yeah, but totally. The New Testament especially. Yeah, where, I mean, where my problem lies is just why are you so blindly okay with following what people are telling you? And they don't even read it, dude. Oh. Like I, the, the vast majority of like Christians I've talked to haven't read the entire Bible. They'll, they always say, oh, I've read parts of it. Yeah. You know, I've read a good bit of it. But it's it's rare that I find someone who's read the entire thing cover to cover. And I think if you're going to follow that, you need to read the entire damn thing multiple times. Yeah, if it's going to be Because that's, that's what really made me an atheist is I read the Bible. It wasn't anything else. I read the Bible and I was like, there's no fucking plan. <laughs> well, and there's just so much outrageous stuff. And I think that – I don't think that that's really like – I, I I don't I've gone to church. Same. I've been I, to a lot of churches. I, I like to experience a variety of them to see how they handle themselves. Me too. But I've never been there, and then someone was like, "Hey, you should go home and read this section and this section, and then we'll do more of that." Like I don't think they tell people to read the Bible because they, they know. do either. I mean, they might read like a part of it, like yeah. a section, like a passage, but the popular stuff that pushes their narrative. Yeah. But if you go back and read, like, what isn't there the like, fifteen or twenty mythical creatures in the Bible that don't exist at all? <laughs> yeah, like they have never existed and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's true. I just don't. I don't know. And you know what I find weird is the God of the Old Testament is very spiteful and vindictive and jealous and violent, but the God of the New Testament is very forgiving and mm-hmm. like you know compassionate. It's it's almost like it's two different people. Do you think that the two different gods were created based off of the time period? So, like, Definitely. do you think it was easier to push people with fear back when the old god was there? Yeah. And then when people were like, well, we don't like the fact that he's 
that we're supposed to fear him. It'd be yeah. better if he was compassionate. Just so they, I, I'm, I'm sure that's a huge part of it. Yeah, that's a good. I never thought about that, but it's true. I know. I definitely think you're right because, you know, like Machiavelli, you know, said that it's better to be feared than loved. You know, and I think in some some situations, if you're in a, if you're a religion in a, in a time period like that, it might it, it might have been beneficial for them to be more feared than you know to have people fear God instead of love Him. I'm still from the cathedral. I can't see the far right. We're meant to be educated. Educational, yeah. Yeah, I. Huh. They should tell people to read the whole Bible, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially the. I, I think even just the Torah, like the first five books. I mean, that's what the first. The first time I read Leviticus and Deuteronomy, I was like, "What the hell is this?" I haven't read that. Yeah, it's a trip, dude. I mean, that's that's where it all talks about, you know, stoning people and you know. Mm. Rapes and murders and right. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I definitely think that fear. If I were to start a religion or a cult, yeah. whatever you want to call it, I feel like the best way to have loyal followers is if they're scared. Oh, for sure. Because like they're not going to step out of line because they're so scared. Like, ha- have you met people? I've met people in my life who are like so far in the rabbit hole that they're afraid to step out of it. They're afraid to move a direction. They're afraid to even question because they don't want this afterlife to be ruined for them. And I feel like if I was someone who either wanted to be business savvy or want all this power, yeah, just make people afraid. Yeah. They're not oh, going to question sure. it. If they know that if I can pressure them enough to believe that if they go out of line – yeah. They're not only is their normal life going to be ruined, but you're going to be fucked in your afterlife. Of course, oh. people are going to follow you. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I got a question for the podcast: What does studying religion do for you? Is it mainly for the objective of self improvement? Um, I don't know. I've never, I, I've never like. I've never, I don't really know why I've, I've studied it, you know, so much. I think it's just because I, I find it fascinating. There's so many of them, and there's people, I mean, it's something that has been around for ever and will always be around in one way, shape, or form. And people, some people, I like to see how some people can, you know, bend their entire lifestyle around it, around for this religion. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like to see like the, the good parts of each and I like to see, you know, look into them and be like, okay, I think there might be some truth there. You know, there might be some truth here, but yeah, I just think it's a fascinating topic and I think it's a good topic to debate too yeah. because people are very passionate about it. And I think anything that people are passionate about is, it's good to, it's enjoyable. It's, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Cause I think there's a lot to gain too. There is a lot to gain. Yeah. I think, I think if the question is asked to me as well, like, I think at a young age, I was kind of lost being in Utah. For those of you who don't, who don't live in Utah, like the culture out here is really interesting. It's not like anywhere else. No. If you're not Mormon, you're kind of, you're, you can be left out in a lot of circumstances. Yeah, I was trying to think of a word to use, but it's, 
Yeah. I, I don't want to say ostracized because, like... I was going to say that, but I was like, not quite. Mormons in general are usually pretty, like, accepting even if you aren't. No, yeah, they want you there. Yeah. yeah they're cool with you being there. Um, I think for me, though, like, at a young age, it was trying to find my place because I was... I, I was definitely... I talk shit on religion. I would question everything. I would... I would go at kids in my classes and stuff who brought it up saying you know telling them how stupid they are oh yeah and then i realized that it was making me toxic so i tried studying it to try and figure out like fuck what if i'm wrong it's true and we damn well could be you know you know and someone asked me that question one of these nights or whatever they're like so what happens if god shows up or jesus comes back well then i guess it happens yeah but what happens if allah comes down yeah you know or zeus or yeah you know, if any of that happens, then shit, <laughs> yeah. what can you do? Yeah. You know, what, hope I, it's one of the more merciful ones. <laughs> do I change my beliefs? I don't know. I guess. Right. Cause I could see it. But... If, if that's what I've always said, if someone can prove to me that their religion is true, why uh, wouldn't I follow by it? proof, I don't mean anecdotal mm. stories like, Oh, you know, one time I died for two minutes and saw God or none of that. That shit doesn't count. No. Anecdotal stories they there's just too many of them and too you know everyone has one of some kind and they right. can be opposing and no those don't count but if it was actual like evidence then yeah sure change my mind please do i've always left that open for people too like i'm i'm setting my beliefs as far as like where i'm at now but they're not same. closed no I yeah same close off like i i always want to learn more and better myself and if someone has a point that maybe will make me question how I look at myself and look at the world. Yeah. I always want to hear it, but it's definitely would take a lot. <laughs> Damn. He was powerful. True. <laughs> when you have anime and God on your side, it's fucking I don't think much. I, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> In some like little fucking like eight year old kid. And he has like a broomstick and he screams like, I have the power of anime and God on my side. And like, does like a, pose with the stick like it's a sword and then screams oh shit. <laughs> it's fucking it's one of those maybe I, oh maybe i have seen that yeah <laughs> i've seen so many damn videos I, I lose track of them but i think i don't know i we were talking about this earlier i feel like faith is taught i don't think faith is a human oh no emotion or i don't think so either but I do think that it's in human nature for us to believe in something. I don't know if that's just the I, desire to need more for life. It's. I think it's really hard for the human mind to grasp the possibility of nothing. Right. You know? And I think that's one of the reasons why people ask if it's, like, depressing to believe that. You know? And it's just, like, I only believe that until proven otherwise. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's hard for people to think all right this is it boys yeah after this we're dead and gone forever and there's nothing right no one wants a time no one wants to think yeah no one wants to think about it it's hard for the human mind to it's so final and like that's it like i think that's just hard for people to grasp so i definitely agree with you for sure i think more people would enjoy their lives if they did grasp that concept oh i think so yeah i mean i feel like i'm much less miserable than so many people right what do you guys think is the Mormon perception of Jesus? I rarely show up at my parents' church. Whenever I do, I still laugh at the pictures of white. <laughs> yeah, that's a miracle within itself. A white guy in the Middle East. Yeah, I mean, obviously. 
The best was when the Mormon church put up Obi-Wan Kenobi's picture. Oh, my God. Because they thought that was a picture of Jesus. <laughs> They're not wrong. I mean, I mean, yeah. He is. He is the goat. He, yeah, he is. But I prayed it. I prayed it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. The whole, yeah, exactly. He knows what's up. Yeah. Obi-Wan is the fucking, the man. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't hate, like I said, I don't hate any person who's religion or religious and i think that gets portrayed easily yeah, it, it it does I, i've had a lot of people tell me i'm you know islamophobic or christophobic i can't remember the word for that one but it's really not man like i i'll admit i don't i don't like the religions themselves but i've got nothing against the people no you know i, I have plenty of christian friends mm-hmm. you know they're and we usually don't even talk about religion no rarely you know so i mean i'm, t- I'm totally cool with it but I think that's the cool thing about podcasts in general, though, is we're, we're allowed to have this conversation in a setting where people can listen, and maybe to one person they hear this, and they're like, that's what I wanted to hear. Like, yeah, and I think it's better to, because I've always been good at writing things, mm-hmm. you know, like essays or even posts or whatever. I've always been good at putting my words down yeah. into writing form. But I think speak, you know, writing can get misinterpreted really easily. You know, like if you text someone and you mean it one way and they're like, take it another. Right. You know? And then you don't want to be, I don't know. I think emotes are whack sometimes. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I even catch myself, like if I say something and I reread it and I feel like it com- it could come off as like dickish or rude, I'll just put like a smiley face. Yeah. Because like it, you know... I just think it's weird that in 2020 or 2010, whenever emotes became really popular, yeah, like we're going back to how Egyptians used to do yeah, this their writing up. and stuff. Their hieroglyphics. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a way to show emotion. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes, like, if I'm trying to get the point across that I'm, that I'm serious about something, I won't use an emote. Yeah. You know, like, if, if I'm... not Not even, like, that I'm angry or anything. It's just... I'll just be like, no thanks. Yeah. I think that's a lot more serious than no thank you with a you know a smiley face. Hoggers man is religious doctrine. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shit. The Pog Champ is our next Lord and Savior. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. And I always whenever I talk about religion with people, because I you know, it's rare to find someone who has similar opinions. So usually, like the discussion goes to a negative way. Yeah. Because people want to argue, and then they get offended. Like I don't ever try and say stuff to be offensive. Yeah. It's just more. How are we supposed to have a serious conversation without bringing up flaws? Agreed. Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, we talked about this earlier, but sometimes I'll say things like that i i agree with but i'll say them to the extreme just because it gets people's passion going and that's when they show their true knowledge of a subject is when they're they're passionate you know but yeah usually i don't you know say something just with the sole intention of like you know being offensive yeah it's yeah. just to that one guy that i just want to you know offend like that's not no you know, no Although I do sometimes get a kick out of, out of it. <laughs> yeah, I get a kick out of rustling the internet's Jimmy. Oh, that's for sure. Shit. It's so easy to do now. Well, because I think I don't know about you, but I don't take anything super serious. I don't either. It's really hard to, you know, like I'll I'll have serious discussions or debates, and like 
the passion might be there, but I there's not anything in my life where I would be like ready to throw hands over, you know, I, with like a discussion or an argument. Like I think the only thing I am just to the like I'm passionate about to the death is censorship. Like mm. if people if someone is pro censorship, I just lose my shit. Are there people? There's a few people who want who would prefer to have things censored and shit and oh man i can't i can't handle that so like, like, I, what, I i value freedom of speech more than anything else so to what extent would someone wants because like the only thing that i can understand censorship for is like i don't, I don't even know if i have a good example i guess like well i i, I don't know yeah i'm trying to think of this one i, I got in an argument with this one lady about it i'm trying to think of what it was about but and it, it gets complicated sometimes because Okay, you know, businesses, like let's say YouTube, for example, should right. they have the right to censor stuff on their platform? Because then it comes down to the debate of like, is it, it's their right because they own it. But at the same time, yeah, set freedom of speech, you should be able to say whatever you want. So, okay, I, I don't even know how that. to, I'm. I don't know how to feel about that one because <laughs> I agree with both. Like, I think yeah. you, if you own something, you should have all the say. But at the same time, I don't think – I think you should be able to say whatever the hell you want. Yeah. YouTube, yeah. I'm sure you're listening since we're streaming. Yep. Tell us what you want. YouTube <laughs> should have the right to censor on their platform. Yeah, I, I, I agree even though I, I think it's pretty pathetic to censor people. Of any for any reason i think it depends on i think for me it depends on what they're censoring if they're censoring I mean, if people's like, opinions that's bad yeah and you know whether it's something that okay like let's say i had a platform like like youtube right <clears throat> i would not censor anything at all unless it was like you know something outrageous like you know child porn or something right. super fucked up and that obviously I'm going to censor. Right. But I like words, like, I don't think I wouldn't censor anything. Yeah. No matter how outrageous. I, I think, like, for me, censoring, like, look, if we're using YouTube, for example, YouTube's meant to be a site where people can go and upload their life or whatever. So, like, them not wanting porn on it, cool. Yeah. Them not that's wanting, fine. like, blood or gore or murder, that's fine. Yeah, but I agree. I don't like censorship when it comes to, like, people's opinions because i know that youtube That's recently like alex jones yeah they push people off their platform or don't push their video which is one of the terms they use because it defers from their opinion like right now i bet you five dollars uh, i don't know how much money you guys want to do that if we say conspiracy like five or ten times this video won't get any views on youtube <laughs> what the hell because conspiracy is one of their trigger words you're I think they have all kinds talk, of crazy trigger Yeah, words. you're not supposed to talk about conspiracy theories on YouTube <clears throat> anymore. But if you talk about aliens or UFOs for some reason, those are getting pushed really hard. Really? That's bizarre. It's just weird. Spicy biscuits with your nuts? All right. For <laughs> sure, man. Thanks for that. The trick is where you draw the line. There's still make money. Too yeah. much or too little. Yeah. I they are a business, right? It's so. yes, and I agree with you completely. I am for freedom of speech. I'm also for the consequences of your speech. Yeah. I don't think the the government should be able to tell me what I can and can't say. But I think if someone says something, you know, racist, and they get knocked out, yeah, I say they deserve it. Oh well, yeah, hundred I mean. <laughs> percent. I mean, I think it should be. 
But I just don't think the government should be able to say, I don't think it should be criminalized right. saying stuff. But you should be held. But I mean, if you, yeah, I mean, if you're walking around, you know, saying the N word and you get your ass kicked, hell yeah, you deserve that yeah, shit. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you're for a piece sure. Of shit. Do you, okay, since we're on the topic of censorship, do you think, okay, let's say Joe goes on, Joe's an imaginary person, not anyone in particular, goes on social media and <clears throat> says some racist shit. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that it's justified for people to reach out to maybe his employer or his family or people in his life mm-hmm. saying, hey, Joe's a fucking racist piece of shit. I just want you to know. That's a damn good question. That's a damn good question. Because we're seeing that a lot now, We right? are. And yeah, the can- the canceling culture. Yeah. Okay. people. Some people say canceling culture is not real. It absolutely oh, is. 100%. 100%. The media might blow it out of proportion, but it's real. So... I I think if you go back on someone and it's like, oh, look at this. 15 years ago, they said a homophobic slur. Let's ruin their career. I think that's fucking pathetic. It's a different time. It's it's pathetic. Different time is not a justification for people being a piece of shit. But if you go back 15 years and someone was like, wow, I just went and saw this movie. It was gay. Exactly. It meant something different. Oh, for sure. For sure. And a lot of times that's how it is. And it's just ridiculous. But I mean, yeah, I think if... You know, I think if you're if you're being a racist piece of shit and people you know reach out to your employers, I think yeah, I think the employer should have the right to know. Yeah, you know, for you, sure, you for sure. Just like it comes with your actions, right? Yeah. As much as I'm against slandering someone's name, certain things require that as an action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I think that people jump into it too fast. That's the thing that I have the biggest problem with. People. They'll hear an allegation or a rumor or that someone said or did something, and they'll everyone will just jump on and just try to ruin their entire career within a matter of you know a day or two. Right. It's like they should learn the facts. They should really, really look into it, find out every bit of information they can before they're gonna they're gonna do that. Well, you know I mean? yeah, I agree. Like if people, that's my biggest thing. People do it too fast they're right. too quick to do that who was the guy who the comedian azir zansari is that what is i don't i'm probably pronouncing that wrong but azir is azir is the comedian yeah uh, aziz aziz azari yeah is that it? i, I can't think so didn't he have uh someone come out and say that he it was like during the me too movement that he me tooed a a lady like she came out and claimed that and then they found out that it was a false claim yeah like ruined his like image for like a good two years and he didn't he was afraid to do comedy or something like that it happens stuff like that i think on the flip side of this right so like let's say we do this podcast and then someone comes out and says oh west me to me or dax me to me they try to ruin us yeah it comes out that it's fake that person should be in a lot of trouble i agree yeah i totally agree i mean i think that any sort of faults you know, false accusation of any kind. One, be. one of the saddest stories that I read, like, are you a sports person at all? Not at all, Not man. At all. I don't know shit about sports. There was, I don't remember this kid's name, but he was in college. He was like a big football star. He was a number one, going to be like a number one prospect going into like pro football or whatever. Yeah. However it works, um, his junior year or his senior year in college, um, a lady accused him of sexual abuse. And, like, I don't know if it was, like, a date rape or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, because of that accusation and not 
not proof right away. He lost his scholarship. He lost <clears> his <throat> prospect spot. He lost every chance of playing in the NFL. Damn. And he had to go to courts for like two, three years just to find out she was lying because he broke up with her. That's wild. That ruined That's that insane. kid's whole entire life. Like 20, 20 21 years of hard work. Because like I know like I, I don't talk about sports on podcasts a lot because it's just not entertaining to talk about in my eyes unless it's yeah. fighting because I like <clears throat> UFC. But, I, I can uh, watch UFC. Yeah. yeah. But I used to be in athletics a lot, and I know the hard work that these kids put in mentally and physically, and to have that ruined because of someone... Being vindictive. Like, I hope that that lady serves a lot of prison time. Yeah, and I agree with what you're saying. And if you accuse someone of that then and get them into serious trouble if you lie they should face the same call i agree that's what i've always said i was like i think and first of all people bring this up all the time when i have when this is ever discussed they say okay before you start throwing people who falsely you know get false accusations in jail you should give real offenders harsher sentences and i totally agree yeah too many motherfuckers get off with that yeah way too many and i mean i think they should just put them under the prison you know what i mean right so, so I, I agree with that six feet 100 percent. yeah but it's like I, I think if you if you say that and then you come out later and admit that it's false and you lied or you've proven that you've lied i think you should serve the same sentence yeah. that they served yeah absolutely i mean it's just you know if they serve five years then you should have to serve five years yeah and you should have to compensate them bryce whatever his name the college athlete yeah, that was bullshit. Brock Turner should be held. Yeah. That was insane. That one was nuts. Crazy. Crazy. Every time, oh man, yeah, every time I see that story, I'm just like, that's just insane. Well, you saw the local one, right? That dude who's in some company who had like 230 files of child porn and he only got like... Oh, like, like eight nine, years? No, it was only like 90 days in jail. Oh, what? Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. No, he had like... A big file of child porn, and the they I think they gave him like five months or six months at most. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. That's and, insane. And like, I don't want to like get into certain subjects, but he is a rich white guy who, you know, has some power. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people pointed that out as like why he was able to get away with something that. In, it's true. In today's eyes, is so heinous. Like, it's true. Yes, my name is Dex. Yeah, Nick. power with these charges. Yeah, I agree completely. Nick, I saw your comment earlier. He said that uh, <laughs> that he likes you and wants you on more. Well, this is to give like if you're watching this and you're a Top Shelfers follower, this is a new show to the Top Shelfers like shows because Top Shelfers is no longer just like. A, a podcast it's, it's a platform it's a platform for more people to come on yeah. that's kind of what i'm pushing for so this is dax cast this is yeah and i've wanted to start a podcast for a long time but i i'm not i just couldn't talk to myself and then i've always wanted to do it and i'm like all right today's the day i even made an introduction but uh he hit me up uh not too long ago maybe like a month ago yeah something so like that. was the midst of the coronavirus <laughs> yeah and he was like, hey, man, I, I want, you know, I think you should be on. I think we should do a, you know, collaboration of sort, you know, a new show. And which is great because he has all the experience with that stuff that I have zero experience. Yeah, the on. behind the scenes stuff. And... 
You know, one thing I, I've thought about, and I don't know if you'd be down for this, it'd be pretty wild, but I think at some point I would like to do like a side podcast that's like an investigative journalism podcast. Oh, 200% in. Yeah. 200% like if we, in. Like if we actually, you know, because I mean, you have more of the journalism podcasting abilities, but you know, since I'm an investigator, like I feel like we could like go investigate like a cold case or something. That would be, like, so be one. Yeah. I think that would be cool. For on top of starting DaxCast, if you guys watch Read Between the Wines, which is the book club here on Top Shelfers, um, I am starting a crime podcast with one of Holly, who is one of the main um, co-hosts on that show. Oh, yeah. So, like, the crime and the investigation and the cold cases and all that type of shit is very enjoyable for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I would love to, you know investigate some kind of cold case or something right. you know dude what if like you found one and then you like broke it <sighs> dude that would that's be like so my, fucking crazy that's like my lifelong goal as a private oh, investigator is my... to crack a cold case you know preferably a missing person for some reason i find those even more fascinating than like a murder like right. an unsolved murder because you just don't know like, well and with a missing person how too, can you just like... disappear yeah well on top of the fact that if it's a missing person i mean there's a chance. There's a chance. A very not small, dead. but there's a chance, you know? Yeah, they could have left on their own volition. Yeah. How does that work? Like, do you, is there ramifications of like, let's say tomorrow you just get up and like, fuck this. Let's go. I'm going to go to Spain and live my life. Yeah. But then a case gets open here because people thought you got kidnapped or murdered or buried somewhere. If you decide to come back and say, no, I just left, is there a ramification of that? Like, do you get in trouble for money being spent because you didn't tell people? I don't know. I mean, you can go, You, if you're an adult, you can go missing, you know? You you're, you can, like, and that's the thing with a lot of missing persons cases. If it's an adult, um, a lot of times the police won't take it seriously. Because they could have just left. Because they could have just left. Interesting. Yeah. You can leave freely. You are not free. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't, you know, you, the, your debts are going to follow you. Like, right, you're still going to have to, you know. I mean, even if you disappear completely, unless you, like, 100% faked your death, which I think is illegal because pseudocide, because I think the actual act of it isn't, but if you're doing it for money or to remove yeah. debts or life insurance or whatever, that's illegal. Um, dusk asked who was the lady that disappeared and her husband committed a double homicide suicide with the kids it was uh the family down in draper right um oh is it um um, really popular it was just susan powell yeah susan powell yeah Yeah. dax needs to find tupac Tupac. (laughs) that would be the day he's we all know he's in cuba right yeah (laughs) can you get like a smaller cooler for the set where you're talking about cold cases that's filled with cold beer and the files <laughs> cracking a cool nice clever i like that crack the case as to where she went yeah i mean i know some people who you know were helped on that yeah on that case it's, it's wild i watched the show that they put out on one of the local abc or nbc or whatever yeah i don't i don't know what channels or what but they did like a four or five part on the susan powell case and they did a really good job. I mean, it's fucked up. Like, oh yeah, it's wild. When you get into more of the, I don't remember the guy's name. 
Oh, uh, I heard he was like a piece of shit though, wasn't he? Yeah, like, wasn't he like abusive? And yeah, there was yeah. a lot of pre-existing things that people were like, I don't know. I just remember someone on that show saying that they weren't necessarily surprised that he ended up doing something this crazy because of how much of a piece of shit he was. Oh, you yeah. Know? Oh, Tyler, what's up, man? <clears throat> how do you? Can you? Is there just like a place for cold cases? That you can just look up? I'm pretty... Yeah, it's in a date. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in a database. Yeah. You can... Yeah, you can... Like, on the... I think on, like, Utah.gov, there might be, like, a, an open missing persons mm. thing. Ethan, what's up? <laughs> that would be fun, though. I don't even... I mean, obviously, since you have the experience of being a private investigator, you probably have a... Is there like, okay, I guess this could go into your work. Yeah. Is there like a, what's the way to put it? An algorithm, for example, <clears throat> of like, you get a case, right? Or you mm -hmm. get told like, you're going to go follow this person or investigate this. Is there like a step, steps that you take every single time to like follow a path or is it like. So it, it really depends. So usually what I do, I usually do the same thing. So I get assigned a case, you know, I get a call being like, hey, I got a case for you. You know, and I'll be like, all right, awesome. So then I, I usually, the first thing I do is contact the client and I'll be like, hey, what, you know, you know what, what, what's your objective? And I'll write everything down. I'll be like, okay, what's their schedule? I'll ask any details about the person. And then we'll usually, you know, I'll usually get info on my subject, you know, workplace, home, associates, family, you know, stuff like that, stuff right. that I'm going to need. And then I, you know, I usually find out depending on what the client wants, if, okay, like, let's say this client, it's a, you know, let's say it's a lady and, you know, middle-aged lady. And she's like, yeah, I think my husband's, you know, cheating on me. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to watch him closely. And there's certain times, you know, before work, everyone thinks after work, but before work, um, you know, after work weekends, you know, when he says he's going to his friend's house, you know, I follow him around. So, I mean, yeah, it, it just really depends on the type of case, but that's usually my step-by-step -step thing is to contact the client, get their objective, and then, you know, get info on the person. I'm, right. And then and then I kind of create my own schedule of when I'm going to do it. Right. So. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Dax is a private investigator. Yeah. Which is fucking dope. Yeah. Is there ever a program for a ride-along with private investigators? I get asked that all the time, and honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd have to ask my boss on that. Because, like, I don't know if I could, like, bring some... I imagine I probably could. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. But I probably couldn't give any names or, like, exact areas. Or even really or, like, what you're doing. addresses. Maybe? Or, yeah, even probably exact what I'm doing. But I'll have to... Next episode, I'll, I'll, I'll find out the answer to that one for sure. I know that you were telling me before the podcast that, you know, sometimes it's not as... Uh... I can't remember exactly how you worded it, but it's not as exciting as, um, like, some days are kind of boring because you end up just sitting in a car for a certain a lot of time trying to yep. see if this person's going to actually come about. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, in movies, and this is what, I mean, I, it was my dream job. I always wanted to be a PI ever since I was a kid. So, I you know, I'd watch movies like, you know, Chinatown or Inherent, <laughs> yeah. Inherent Vice or any of these movies where, you know, these PIs are doing all this cool shit, you know, like this you know, this damsel walks in and is like, you know, in this smoky office and right. it's like, I, I need you, you know, it's, it's not like that. But sometimes it really is that crazy. Like, 
I've had, you know, cases where I'm just like, holy shit, I feel like I'm in a movie right now. This is wild. But then other times it's like, I'm sitting out here for 10 hours and nothing's <laughs> happened. Without giving specific details, because I'm sure that that's against a lot of laws. Yeah. What, what moment in time, like, because I imagine when you were able to get this job, you were super excited. Oh, like, yeah. oh my God, this is like my dream. Yeah. What moment when it finally clicked, you're like, oh my God, this is as cool as I wanted it to be. My first missing persons case. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. When I, because that, that's what, that I mean, I've always been fascinated with that. And that was always, you know, my dream as like a little kid. I was like, you know, I want to investigate like missing persons and shit. And when we got, when I, when I got the first one that we had, it was a really big one. Um, I think a lot of you guys actually, who are friends with me on Facebook, remember that I posted a thing about it. I, you know, I shared a post and everyone, you know, I got a lot of shares on that post, which actually helped a lot. So, but that, that was it. That I was like, Oh my God. Like this is like, yeah, that, that was the moment that I was like, Holy shit. shit. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for a cool, yeah. If it's my own investigation, I can, yeah, I can bring whoever I want, for sure. If it's something I'm investigating on my own volition, yeah, I can bring I can bring people, for sure. I mean, to add on to what your, your uh, idea of, like, making a cold, ca- cold, Jesus, cold case type podcast, <clears throat> there's also the option of, I don't want to call it a vlog, because I think that's a weird word nowadays. People think vloggers are dumb or whatever. But yeah. There could be video of going and actually trying to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, that I mean, would we fun. we go out. Like, I think it would even be cool to go to a different state yeah. at some point, you know, and just or you know a different city. What you know, whatever. Like, and we just go there, and you know, we have like a mic that we carry around, and we interview people, and like we. Oh, I'm so fucking. I I that. know. I had that. Oh my god. I had that idea the other night. <laughs> it was before you. Before you. Uh, hit me up and I, I was just thinking i was like if i could get someone with like podcasting or journalism experience we'd be it'd be perfect because right. you know, i've got i've got investigative background and whatnot you know and then you know i don't know any of this stuff right so if we could get someone but yeah i think it'd be perfect i'd love to do that i mean i don't i don't look at podcasting as like a financial game because i just it's something that i'm passionate about i like talking to people i do too yeah I've and always, i i always told people like when people ask me, like, why did I do a podcast? I can never give them a real answer. But I think I finally came with the real answer. And it's, like, if someone watches either this live or watches it, like, on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or wherever we're at, like, and it just makes their day slightly better, that's all I want. Yeah, yeah, that would be you cool know. for sure. I mean, if... But on the greedy side <laughs> if we were to do something like that like let's say perfect world we found a cold case we were working on it forever and ever and it broke and like able to find it dude you can make not only like a fucking huge podcast out of it, you can make a fucking netflix documentary like, like up you, and vanished yeah have oh, you heard of that one yeah 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 like, there's so much you could do and i feel like especially in like maybe i mean you would know more about it but how many cold cases are in small towns that may not actually be that Dude, like, public that just probably crazy? Probably an ungodly amount. You I know? mean, it's weird. I don't know. Why do you think shit like that... Uh, do you think shit like that happens more in small towns? Or do you think there's way... I, I think there's way more in big cities, but yeah. they're just not as... You know, it's a city. Shit happens. Right. People go missing. People, But in a small town, it's like, oh, yeah, Gerald went missing from the corner store. 
and everyone knows JL from the corner store, so it's a lot more interesting. And there's some there's something about the vibe of like a small town. I I actually just uh, was talking to my so I came back me and my girlfriend who's Bieber in chat. I don't know if she's still hanging out. We just went up to Roosevelt um, Friday night and was Saturday. We just came back this morning. Okay. Because she has friends up there. And we went out to dinner at one of the restaurants or whatever. And it's a very, very small town. You know, everyone knows each other. Everyone was walking past, talking to all the people at the tables. Like, everyone just knew each other. And I think that in a small town, if there was a murder to happen or, like, a missing persons or whatever... I think it hits a lot harder. It's more impactful. Because they know everybody. It's, it's personal. Yeah, they're yeah. like, well, fuck, what if it's uh-huh. George down the street? Or what if it's John next door? What if it was Sarah across? <laughs> yep, you know, I totally agree. I mean, it, it might sound cold, but I think that if someone goes missing in a big-ass city with thousands and thousands of people, it's not that people won't care. They're just not, it's not, you don't know them. No. You know, li- I mean, unless you could, but like, you know, likely if it's just someone, you you, you know, most people would be like, damn, that's sad, bro. You is know? there funding that goes into like, how do I word this? So like, if someone's more, I mean, this sounds fucked up. I don't know any other way to ask it. If someone's a more important person in like society, like let's is say a higher profile figure. Yeah. Is right? there more funding that just gets pushed to that? Or is everything tr- supposed to be treated equally? Because a missing person is just a missing person. I, you know, I, I think, I mean, ch- missing children will always be the top priority. Right. Missing teenagers, a lot of times, um, I think people assume are just runaways, mm-hmm. and adults, people are like, fuck who knows, they can do what they want. But I mean, some it's weird because I've noticed some like famous cold cases like. Mara Murray mm-hmm. just has a shit ton of publicity and just I mean if someone found her it would be just like I'm sure there's a huge reward oh, yeah. I, you know I don't know that for sure but I'm, I'm sure, you know some of them just have huge reward I, I'm not sure exactly what makes it what determines how you know yeah. how it is it's just yeah, that's, a, that's a good question I mean I imagine if you're like uh, what's the guy's name um, the famous he was affiliated with the mafia, um, and he just disappeared. And people kind of assume the mafia took him out. Oh, were they? What's like his name? Jimmy um, Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He found his body. There's like treasure <clears throat> and yeah, crazy rumors around it. Oh yeah. Small towns where my parents have a lot of unsaid. Dude, I bet. Like, I would love to just go out to some random small town somewhere and just be like, you know. Bro, have you guys seen? Yeah, oh, the yeah. Irishman. Yeah, was so I was good. trying to think of the movie where it shows. Yeah, that was so. It was long. Oh yeah, it was like three and a half hours long. It's way good though. I, I loved it. That movie sucked me into one of those nights. Have you ever like? Are you a night owl or are you a morning? Dude, I am pretty much nocturnal. Yeah, like I I usually go to bed at like <clears throat> six or seven in the morning. Yeah, and wake up at like two to four in the afternoon. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I got sucked. Well, I used to be completely nocturnal but now i fucking i work at 6 a.m oh. i only work four days a week though which is rad Bless your soul. <laughs> but uh i got sucked in on irishman one night like i started at like one in the morning and i didn't realize it was like four fucking hours long next thing you know it's five in the morning 
It's a good ass movie though. I recommend it. Oh yeah, it's way good. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's like and my coworkers kind of coworkers, I guess associates. We don't work, I mean yeah. sometimes we work together on stuff. But they call me counts because I'm the I'm the night guy. I do all the night operations <laughs> and stuff. Do all the stuff at night. And I, I guess they say I look like a vampire too, so call me count, but <laughs> Yeah, I know it's and I I've always been that way. I've always been I have really bad insomnia. Mm. So, and I, I just prefer, I like doing stuff at night better. Yeah. Like, if I have to wake up for something at, like, 9 in the morning. Fuck. Yeah. You're right, they aren't wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> true that, true that. Oh, man. Is it, was it tough? Like, I've, I've had, I've talked to some people with insomnia. Is it fucking miserable, or is it something you kind of can learn to deal with? It's pretty miserable, but, like, at the same time... I don't know if I'd want to, like, wake up at 9 in the morning. I hate being up early. Yeah. Like, like, there's been a few times, like, I've woken up, just woken up for no reason at, like, 7 in the morning, and I'm just, like, I don't understand why people like that shit. I, I don't I don't want to be conscious before, like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> just, there's nothing for me before that. Well, and I think, too, like, the whole entire... <laughs> how you word it but like stereotype not stereotype but like you know everyone says like the nine to five is like the dream i feel like that's subjective because i personally never wanted to do like i never wanted to work i never even wanted to work a job that has set hours i've always wanted to work a job that i could go in and do what i want that's one of the reasons i love my job yeah it's i mean it's really unpredictable and it can be hard to plan things right you know you kind of you know if a client calls you and they need you like Think, it doesn't matter what you're doing you kind of got to go right i think it's a dream scenario though too because at least from my perspective and where i work mm-hmm. it's the same thing over and over and over again. repetition yeah and like there's troubleshooting mm-hmm. and whatnot and that's the only time that really something's different yeah and having... do you like want stuff to go wrong in a way <laughs> like are you like just something fuck up so i can yeah honestly damn because like I'm, I get to the point where, like, it's so autopilot. And thankfully, like, I'll just put on, you know, put in, like, earbuds or whatever and listen to music or podcasts or books or whatever. So it's, like, I still enjoy my time while I'm working because I can read, like, fucking three books in a week if I wanted to. Oh, same. Yeah, you I've know. listened to so many damn audiobooks at work, dude. Which, so, like... And podcasts. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that aspect's enjoyable. But the work itself, like, there's some days where I'm, like hope that something breaks because i can just do something different like you know or i i hope that someone isn't showing up somewhere else i could go work on something else like no it's true i mean yeah there's times all all the time i'll be like just do anything dude just like leave your house right (laughs) love of god (laughs) what is the so what's the worst part for you as far because i mean that you're saying this is your dream job which you Mm -hmm. read which is awesome you don't hear that often yeah no i'm lucky bastard in that in that aspect, that's for sure. Is there anything that didn't live up to the hype? Um, there's a lot of paperwork and rec- like reporting that I'm not the best at. Mm-hmm. You know, I- I've gotten a lot better. I used to kind of slack at it, uh, but you know, you've got to be very. There's a very specific way you have to type out reports. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times it's really important stuff like someone getting custody of their kid, mm-hmm. or you know. Um, or even sometimes even, you know, crazier stuff than that. So, I mean, it's got to be very professional, very, you've got to be very like on time 
you know, you've got like lawyers like waiting for you. It can be very stressful. Um, some, you know, sometimes you're, it's, you have to be able to respond to like a very stressful situation, like very quickly, right. you know, you've really got to use your intuition, but I don't, I don't say there's anything that I'm like disappointed by. That's good. Or, yeah, no. I mean, there's some things that aren't as fun as others for sure, you know, but no, I'd say for the most part, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty solid for sure. It's just sometimes the unpredictability can be, can be tough for sure. Um, cause you know, you'll be, you'll make. You know, like I'll plan something with my girlfriend and then, you know, gotta right. go. My guy's on the move. Say you're working in case it hit a dead end. If you don't do your reports, right, could you potentially hit another dead end because of lost intel? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You gotta <clears throat> you gotta keep everything updated. You know, you gotta be consistent with that. I don't wanna break the momentum of the conversation, so this for later if you'd like. I'm just curious, how often dads cast where? That's a damn good question. Yeah, I think we were we were talking about this a little we earlier. Can, yeah, we kind of touched on it. Um, I I can commit to at least once a week. First, for same, sure, same for sure. Um, if we ended up wanting to do something like the cold case, um, oh, you're good, man. No, you're chilling. Um, if we wanted to do something like the cold case or create that as like a podcast, we'd have to show set aside. Yeah, we would some. We'd have to plan that one. Yeah, like, and I have the time to commit to it, but obviously we would want with your job, um, and me having like set. I work Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. ten hours shift, so I'm completely unavailable those days. So we would have to, you know, do some planning. Um, but I mean, I'm free every Saturday around this time. Yeah. Unless something comes up. Yeah. No, I think I should be good. I mean, what what days? You know, are what do you guys would you guys like? You know, are Saturdays? You know, anything Saturdays are good. I mean, I'm chill with Saturdays. Yeah, I'm chill I with usually that. don't do anything on Saturdays. Um, you know, I mean, unless I work, but right. Honestly, it's weekends. I've noticed that as a trend. Like, I think people a lot prefer of people, it on weekends. Yeah, during the week, we'll I'll see like a big impulse on like, because we I run everything through Podbean, like. Uh, the iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, like all the just listening platforms are run through Podbean. And I always see a spike during the weekdays because yeah. people are at work listening to it. And then I'll see a spike in streams on the weekends because people are at home. They can actually tune in and watch it live. That makes that makes a lot of sense for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm going to, yeah, I, I mean, once a week, I'm cool with Saturdays. You're cool yeah. with Saturdays? I'm cool with Saturdays. Let's do it every Saturday it is then. Yeah, you know, and maybe if we have like some crazy event happen or something wild that we just have to talk about, we can do another episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think having the set schedules are positives for everybody, not only for people who really want to watch, but for us, because then we know like if we want to plan something like, yeah, we got podcasts and we can plan around it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we're going to we want to have people on. So, I mean, if you if any of you guys. You know, want to be on. We want people of all varying opinions, genders, races, beliefs, everything. You know, I'd love to. I'd love to talk to all kinds of people, especially people who disagree with me. So if you're, you probably wouldn't be watching right now. If, you, <laughs> if you're one of my haters, but if you are, then please come on. I wouldn't say no, but I'm not very educated. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't have to be that educated. No, no, I mean, you. Yeah. Do no. you have any active haters that are like blatantly against you? There's a few. Yeah. yeah, there's a few that you know, you know, message me and being like, you, you know, you're such an asshole. Like you just, I don't get how you just. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a, like maybe one or two. Yeah. Um, but I think they secretly love me. Because why, why would they continue? <laughs> I think they want my attention. Which I, might sound arrogant, but... You know what I think, though, too? I think that there's some guys who are jealous of you because you do get a lot of women who follow you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. I it's think true. That, that can sprout up, too. I, I've had... So I had this one guy, uh, actually a few. Um, this one guy, he, he messaged me, and he's like, bro, how do you talk to girls, bro? <laughs> I was oh, like, what do you mean? I was like, you just gotta be confident, man. You just gotta don't call me out like that. <laughs> Are you that person? I th- no, I block. He blocked me. Yeah. No. Good. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm happy to give advice on any any topic. I'm not that pathetic. <laughs> I I've had someone ask me that too, cause like, I've dated different women and yeah. been with different women and like my aesthetic isn't always the most appealing to the straight and arrow woman but like yeah i feel you i can still like i think that people really forget that like at the end of the day if you just know how to talk to someone you can be friends with anybody oh yeah for sure you know? like, yeah and yeah if you're looking to like score with women it's a different outlook oh for sure but it's if, it's all about confidence like if you Honestly, like, in, in, no matter what the situation is or what your intentions are or w- with what gender it is, you just got to confidence in being caught. Yeah, I have a hard time with that sometimes. Sometimes I think I, my ego's a little too high. Mm. But, yeah, you know, I, I try to tone it down, you know. Uh, do you guys, do you guys give, do what? Do a guys giving guys dating advice. Oh, oh. <laughs> That would be pretty great. Yeah, that would be pretty great. <laughs> That's the biggest tip. If you're just be confident, don't ask desperate. Um, oh yeah. You know, act like just kind of act like you don't really care. Like it's a act like you're busy. Um, not like so busy that you're like neglecting the person, but just you know, kind of be like, don't make it, don't put them on a pedestal right away. You no. know, just be like, just be casual about it. Just be like. You know, if they're like, hey, can you hang out tomorrow? Be like, um, let me check. <laughs> right. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I guess I could do like six or seven if you want. You know, don't be like, oh, God, yes, I'll be there. You know, no, that's how you, you get, uh, that's how you get like seven feet into the friend zone. Yep. And don't, don't be, uh, don't, don't try to guilt them. I no. see that. I see girls screenshot guys post. It's been like, why does no girl love me? Grow the fuck up. That's, that's why. gonna make yeah yeah. That's <laughs> like honestly, girl straight up, up. That's a great way to yeah. Oh, so you wanted to talk about people hitting you up as a PI to see if oh, their boyfriend God. or girlfriend. You wanted to talk. Yeah, about I that. had to talk about that. So I'll all the time I'll get people message me and be like, "Hey, man," and I think they think because people think I'm their friend when I'm really not. For some reason which sounds cold like it's not that i wouldn't be right it's just they assume we have some level of be confident not desperate that's right but they assume that you know since i'll like they'll assume that we have some level of like 
connection. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't mind it. It's not a bad thing. Right. But they'll they'll be like, they'll be like, hey man, uh, could you follow my girlfriend around? She said she's going out with her friends, but I don't believe her. I'm like, has she given you any indication that she's being unfaithful? You know, have you, you coming home at really weird hours? Is she like buying you a bunch of gifts all of a sudden? Like, and then you know that's a huge one. Really? Oh yeah, dude. They're like they're feeling guilt. Oh yeah, they they feel like if they make up for it, it's like a subconscious thing. It's like if they, you know, if they do all this thing, it's like it'll kind of push out what they did. Hmm. You know, it's like oh, you know, you're the, you know, they'll overwhelm them with like affection and gifts and yeah, it's really bizarre. Interesting. But yeah, they'll be like they'll be like yeah, can you fall? And I'll be like, I mean, I'm not gonna do that just if you're just being insecure, you know. And also, I'm not damn. There's no way in hell I'm gonna do it for free. Oh well. No, and people think that they'll be like, "Oh, if you give you like, I'll give you like twenty bucks." I'm like, and then wake up for twenty. No, bucks. that like, doesn't cover an hour of it. Yeah, no. That's funny, Bieber. She said, first up, first date, bring up aliens. If they get weird, drop them. That's what she did. We walked around the Bountiful Pond, and then she started talking about aliens. I'm like, "Oh, that's your, that's your, yeah, lady, that's huh? my lady." I was like, "Ah, found the one." That's that's it. <laughs> Don't be simping. Yeah, don't be a simp. It's true. Yeah, no. I. That's a weird thing, too. The, simp the simping group. thing going on right now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I get that it was a meme, but, like, at the same time, I don't. I'm sure you see it, but there's guys who <laughs> really do be simping. No, they really here. do. They will just, you know, pick me, please. Oh, my I'll God. I'll do anything for you, my lady. I feel so. <laughs> and then they tip their fedora. Yeah, for real. It's just like. Have you ever found the person asking to find if yeah, she was cheating is actually the one cheating? Um, so they're they're no, not exactly, but I've I mean I've heard of a lot of cases where the client is actually the one in the wrong. Oh, I've had a I've had a you know I've had a one case where I you know it's a per, it was a personal opinion, but I think the client was the one in the wrong and the subject was innocent. You know, it happens. But I've never had that specifically happen where, I mean, I don't know why they would do that. Because hiring a private investigator is expensive. So, I mean, I don't know why the person would hire me to, to do that unless they were, like, wealthy and they were, like, doing it to just be like, look, I even I even hired a private investigator to find it. Like, why would... As like some kind of cover up or something. I don't know. I mean, know. maybe if it was like a. I don't know why they do that. Like a, like if they were suing their partner, or like splitting. I don't know. That'd yeah, be... I don't. I don't. No, never had that. But you never know, man. It could happen. People are weird. It could definitely happen. Have you had anything that's just completely off the, like, norm? Like, has anyone ever asked you to do something just completely weird? I had one guy. Um, ask me. He he added me on Facebook, and he messaged me, and he was like, "Hey, I need you to give me information on this person." And so I always do a, you know, you gotta be very careful who what who you're doing business with in my industry, um, especially if it's a situation like that, because you know it could be some guy that just wants you to keep tabs on his ex, and he's like super abusive and crazy. Mm. You know, you never know. So I look up the person he's looking into. And she was like 16. Oh, geez. I was like, 
Fuck no, bro. I didn't even reply to him. I just blocked him. Not a chance in hell. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Oh, yeah. No way I'd do anything on anyone under the age. I mean, unless it was like I was trying to find a missing person under 18. Of course right. I would. But there's no way I'd do any sort of anything like that for anyone. I hope one day you meet another PI following the same guy, but hired by the other girl. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> I, hope, wait, I hope one day you meet another PI following the same guy, but hired... True. That'd be that would be a trip. How funny would that be? You just go like, wait. Each other what are like... you doing here? Wait, but but but. <laughs> just based off the thing about people who don't cheat and try to project onto the other partner, try to project onto the other partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. You know, we talking about like just people and human nature in general is always a weird subject. Like, do you think that? It, like, has being a PI gave you a different outlook on, like, the populace? Like, oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. I mean, anyone could be doing anything behind closed doors. People you'd never expect. People oh. You, you know? People could be involved in stuff that you would never guess in a million years. You know? And it's just like, you know, could be the guy that you've, you know, grown up with and known your whole life that's doing something totally shady and is, you know... So yeah, I mean, it, it definitely makes you question people a lot more. Um, I don't, I'm, I've always been kind of a paranoid person, but I, you know, it definitely makes you like question people's, yeah, just question people in general more. That's for sure. Another thing people will ask me is they'll be like, "Bro, do you ever like follow around your girlfriend?" <laughs> I'm like, "What the hell?" I actually talked to her about this today. It's like no, man. Why the hell would I do that? For one, that's that's just creepy and weird. That is weird. Two, I'm not insecure. And three, I'm not gonna work for free for no reason. <laughs> like it's it's still a job. Like I'm not gonna go to work for no reason just to. I think one thing that I've learned, like as I get older, is how good people are at putting on the facade. And I've wondered if like being a PI, if that's like even more apparent, just because like. Oh yeah. Everyone's. So, like it goes with social media obviously everyone like on like an instagram star like we only see like the seven seconds of them and in their day and then the whole rest of their day they could be someone completely different oh totally and I, is that <clears throat> if you notice that being the pi is like people are really good at putting on facades oh like, definitely yeah definitely that's for sure i'm gonna hire a pi to track down salty and see if his voice see if that voice is really his <laughs> Other situations where a client has asked you to find out too much information that would classify classify as a breach of information. Um, let me think. I don't think so. No, I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, what is too much? I mean, it, it just depends on the situation. But you know, if you know if if he hired a PI to like give give him my social security number or something mm. i say that's too much yeah you know i'm trying to think you know i mean no yeah i've never had that but i i could see that happening for sure oh that that raises a question so yeah is there like a dark side of private investigating like is there because you know like if you like in the police world since that's a hot topic we won't get into the crazy yeah i know we maybe something yeah maybe um but you know there's like shady stuff that happens behind the scenes obviously is there like private investigators that will do like 
shady shit. Yeah. Money. Oh yeah, I'm sure there are. And you know, and like that's the thing is like, I think sometimes they have a reputation for doing shady shit, and like, you know, some of them I'm sure there's some that might you know, if you paid them enough or if you bribed them, I'm sure I'm sure some of them would. Like there's this one famous one named uh, Anthony Pelicano. And he was a private investigator, and he did work for, like, Michael Jackson. And he was very, like, high profile. Mm. And he sent, so I guess someone, his, his client, whoever it was, um, his client, there, there was a reporter who was doing a story on his client. So Anthony Pelicano had sent some, and this guy was wealthy as hell at this point. He sent some dude to put... Um, a dead fish on her doorstep with like roses which was basically a symbolic thing saying like keep talking and i'm gonna kill you basically so i mean yeah i'm sure they i'm sure that they definitely exist for sure Hmm. y'all in detention y'all in detention no you (laughs) (laughs) the dark side of pi is what anonymous is Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. I think anonymous is what like more. They're more activists and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to hack worth shit, so I mean, that's. I'm not good with. I'm not too good with that type of stuff. I'd like to learn though. I think that would be cool. Yeah, it'd be a cool skill to have, even if you just you don't use it. Yeah, it would just be a good thing to know. I mean, I'm sure you could put it in a lot of other situations where you could, you know, there's a lot of other situations where you could apply that to. Mm. Yeah. Do you, okay, so, like, what if, here's a moral <clears throat> question, like, and I know, we, we briefly talked about morality before yeah. the podcast. I, I live under the, the, the belief that morality is person by person. I Definitely. don't think that there's a standard morality that people should follow. Obviously, don't kill people, don't yeah, abuse people like for that. For sure. But do we classify as that even morality? Like, that should be something just, like, normal. That's just. Yeah. Nor- I mean, that's the thing is, like. You know, some like good and evil is a human creation. Mm-hmm. There's no good and e- good and evil in the animal world, right? You know, like it's it's a human Construct, thing, right? yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> you know, I, I I I do think it's like a person person to person thing, you know. And I like I don't think I'm the most moral person in the world by any means. But yeah, I'm not gonna you know murder and rape and you right. know, there, like there's certain things that are just obvious right you know? so i mean so let me ask you this like let's say you get on a case that could potentially involve murder mm-hmm. or something on those lines is it justified like let's say you knew how to hack yeah would it be justified in your eyes or even in like the pi world's eyes to hack like someone's social media to find information or is that a breach of like too personal because social media is now almost more integrated to like someone's like social security like if you get on my facebook you could have almost all my information yeah you know i mean that that depends so like i mean there i, I think if that actually happened I, you know i talked to my associates about it and being like you know what what do I do here? You know, if I'm going to like get fired, then no. Right. But I mean, like personally, like what would I think it would be worth it mm-hmm. for sure? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely. Cause I, I've always wondered, I don't know. 
social media is such a new a new thing for us but we still don't have rules on social media we don't really have like the long-lasting effects yeah and i i agree with with you does because i mean it, it would have to be a situation where like it was you know i thought someone was in like imminent danger or it was a very imminent situation that there was n- n- like no other options like you know there's nothing else we could do like right. it's a last resort you know like, uh, my perspective the jedi god damn it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think the Sith are better for sure. They're all about passion. That's yeah. important. Jedi are kind of too passive sometimes. Very vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. No one likes that. Yeah. Sith are like, you know, if I want something, I'm going to get it. That's the spirit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> kind of in life, I, I don't think the Sith were necessarily evil. No. It's just when they wanted to, like, create a government that no one wanted. Like, that's... Yeah, no, I don't think the Sith itself is an evil no. idea. I think it's just, it, it would be easier for someone to be, because the Sith is is more self, you know, driven. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, you know, peace and balance and shit. It's more like what I want, you know, power, you know. So, yeah, I, I think it would be easier for a Sith to become evil than, you know, someone who's meditating all the time. Like, right. You know, but. Just having. I guess power is easy to abuse. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've always wondered that about myself because, like, in this, in the like situation I'm in right now, I don't have tons of money and I don't have tons of power. Can't me neither. But I've always wondered if I was put in a position of money and power, what would I like abuse it? I would. Certain ways, you know. I mean, if I had lots of money. Well, I don't know if I'd abuse the power, but, like, I don't, I think I would, I don't know what I'd do. That's a hard, like, you have to be in that situation. I feel like the first thing I'd do if I came across a lot of money is I really would just go buy a bunch of shit that I want. Right. Like, you know, I'd be like, I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to buy some nice-ass cars, I'm going to buy, you know, and then I'd probably just chill for a while and not do anything. Like, <laughs> just straight up, just not do anything. Just, just relax. I don't think selfishness is a bad thing. No. Like a lot of people, um, I think that you know, you hear you know someone calls you selfish. That's an insult. Um, I don't think being selfless is exactly a virtue. I think it's a weakness sometimes. Like, I don't think that you know you should. You know that doesn't mean do whatever the hell you want. You know, fuck anyone who gets in your way. That's not what I mean. I just mean like sometimes people are literally a fucking doormat because of how self selfless they are and they just get pushed around and like that's no way to live and right. that's a i think that's a weakness not a strength like you know and people br- bring it out to be like such a great thing and it's like they're getting stomped on like doing whatever everyone else says like i don't think that's a strength i don't think that's a i think there's only tr- like truly some like very little selfless acts i think people who donate their time for free to help others is selfless. Yeah. But I think that people who work in a job that people look at as selfless isn't because they're still doing it for financial gain. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's true. I, I definitely agree. The job might be hard and the job might be something that needs to be done and people don't want to do it. But if you're getting paid for something, is that really 
selfless. It's true. And like, I'll fully admit, like, I'm not one to go volunteer somewhere. Like, it's not, you know, I'm, I just like doing my own thing. Like, I'm not. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're there, I agree. I think a lot of people aren't doing selfless acts to be selfless. I think for the other people, I think they're doing it for their own reputation. Yeah. To show everyone else how selfless they are. Because there's that thing that it's like a virtue. And I really don't understand that. What about people who use their kindness selfless to move? Oh, they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pieces of shit. Yeah, I mean. I, yeah, I never understood the selfish insult either because at the end of the day, right, you would, we could both leave here, right? And we could, we're going to go do vastly different things yeah. with the rest of our night. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, of everyone's day, we lie down in bed and we go to sleep. Yep. Okay. If you can go to sleep without a problem and, like, feel comfortable with yourself and happy with your day, who cares if you did something, like, selfish? Who cares if you did something selfless? Like, Yeah. Like, I, I agree. I don't understand the selfish insult. Like, at, we are just ourselves. Like, I want to take care of myself. Yeah. And, and I hate I hate when people say, like, when people don't take care of themselves first. That's and what, then try and get in, like, relationships. My, or Yeah, that's my biggest problem. I mean, I think a lot of people don't care enough about themselves and too much about other people. Yeah. A lot of times they care too much about people who don't really matter in the long run. Yeah. Not that they don't matter in general, but just that they don't matter in their life. Right. Like, they're not, they're too worried about other people that aren't benefiting them in any way. I kind of wonder, too, if people who are in those circumstances where they worry about, I don't know, someone in media or, like, a figure or whatever. Yeah. If they're just, if they have so many demons that they're afraid to deal with, so they just ignore themselves. Yeah. In a it's way. true. I mean, it's there's got to be something. There's got to be some re- Yeah. Let's see. What about people? Yeah, there you go. I think that's case by case. I'm sure there's some people doing it for selfish reasons. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. oh yeah, for sure. No, it's definitely. definitely case by case. It definitely is case by case. I'm sure there are lots of people who just like doing things for others. No. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I, empathy is always something I've struggled with, but um, yeah, I mean, if you want to do, if you're one, like that, that's great, you know, I'll, I'll power to you. I think there's definitely a, a dopamine aspect of it, because like, I've done some volunteering, and I've done some, you know, donating and different things like that, and in my head, it was to be a good person, but at the same time, it felt really good just for me to do it really so at the same time like it was almost selfish because i was like that's another thing i've wondered because a lot of you know a lot of people describe that like feeling of like they're like oh when i do something nice for people i like get this like good feeling like are you and this is just something i don't i don't really under this whole topic i don't understand too much but like do you do like are is part of the reason why you're doing it for that feeling for me yeah yes yeah like is it actually like i want to like I, you're thinking about the other person the whole time or is part of it like, oh, I like that feeling. I did, uh, I've done this a couple of years where during Christmas time, I try and find a group of people and we get a family that can't afford a Christmas and we'll mm-hmm. go and get them presents or stuff like through the city or whatever. And yeah, like to be 100% honest, I mean, I've never really talked about this because I, I don't talk about donating or volunteering work because I feel like well, I think that's more virtuous if you don't. Well, yeah, well, I think <clears throat> that it turns into people, like, who volunteer 
should get like pity from other people who don't. Like I don't. That's not why I do it. I never. Yeah. Even, I've never even <clears throat> talked about it on the podcast. I don't think because I just Damn. I don't care. Like I do it because I want to do it. But it is like it feels fucking good. Yeah. I feel when I take over bags and bags of gifts and like blankets and food and stuff to you know the person who's collecting it for the family i feel fucking great really and it's just and i can't explain it it's not that i it's what not kind of like feeling is it like like i accomplished something like a satisfied feeling yeah like a fulfillment kind of like sense of fulfillment okay like it, it almost feels like i'm trying to compare it to something um, yeah, people always describe it as like a warm feeling. Yeah, I, I, not, I don't know. I think that yeah, I don't know about a warm feeling. I feel like that's kind of more like a media thing. Really, it, it feels like <clears throat> I feel happy. Like I think that's the best way to put really? it. I know that sounds weird, but like I know that I was just able to, because of the circumstance I'm in, able to give. It, I mostly do it because of, like kids, because I know like Christmas to kids who are in bad circumstances can be really a rough time. I can imagine, yeah. You know, so it's more along the lines for that, but it's like, it's almost like a mutual thing, right? Because, like, they're going to have a good Christmas. They're going to be able to have these items that they need or want. But at the same time, it's mutual because I'm going to have this feeling of, like, oh, I helped. So it's just a win-win. Yeah. Okay. And I definitely don't think that it's done... I don't think anyone does it not wanting that feeling. Yeah, but at the same sense. time, I don't imagine it's like a selfish, like, people are only doing it for that. Oh, Like, no. I don't think there's anyone, I mean, like, I've, I don't think I've experienced that feeling, but I, I, I think that, I don't think anyone is, like, doing it just for that. I don't, right. I don't imagine. I think the first time I did it, it was almost more like a, I wanted to do it to show people that I could. Really? And I know that sounds weird, <clears> but, like almost like an image booster in a way and i know that might sound bad saying it and as i say it it kind of sounds bad but like i could do it it was something that i had the ability to do yeah and you know i didn't go flock to social media and be like oh look at all this shit you know like me and my friends or me and this group put this together but it was if like i did it because i was like man i fucking i can yeah, and it was definitely not a power thing because I had, I talked to my my dad about it, and he's kind of a weird, he has weird outlooks on stuff, and he asked me yeah. if it was a power thing, if I did it because I wanted to feel powerful over somebody. And definitely, That's interesting. I definitely didn't feel that. I didn't feel like I'm giving these people Christmas, and I want that feeling of like, it's because of me. Right, right. It was just more of like, I, I don't know. It, That's interesting. It's That's hard to explain perspective for sure. It really is hard to explain. As long as you don't broadcast charity work to get yourself out of shit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. People do that. I've seen people do that. Yeah, definitely. Do you think, isn't like points to your good side, imagine, versus your bad side? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one way to put at it, but I don't necessarily, kind of what Dak said, I don't know if I really, how I look at good versus evil. Yeah, I don't same. think that there's really a good versus evil. I am just who I am. I don't think that I'm, 80% good and 20% bad. I don't think that. I'm just... Yeah, no, I don't think... I'm just me. Yeah, no, I don't think... I think I'm just... I wouldn't say I'm really good nor bad. No. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure I've done good things and I've done bad things. But. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think anyone who tries to deny that they haven't, like, they're just lying to themselves. No, for sure. Yeah. Bro, I'm not racist for screaming that hard at people. I just don't end the NWACP. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yep. That's I mean, that kind of goes back to what you said earlier, though, with people who are cheating by gifts and stuff. Yeah. It probably happens with that as well. You know, if they fuck up doing, or they let their opinion of race or religion or whatever get public and it starts affecting them negatively, you see that all the time where they just donate oh, yeah. big money to clean their image up. Yep. Yep. All the time. Be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Nice face. True that. We all ain't shit. Living and breathing, true. It's a very simplistic way of putting it, but yeah, it's true to the to the to the core. You're right. I remember I was <laughs> in. Uh, where did where did you go to high school at? Were you around here? I went to I went to Davis, but then I dropped out because yeah. I just didn't care. Yeah. And then I went to Mountain and I graduated. Nice. Yeah. Went to Woods Cross and we had this teacher. Um, he passed away sadly, so uh, you know, Damn. condolences to your families and stuff if anyone ever listens. But he. Uh, <laughs> So he, he had cancer, and he had it during when I was in school. Oh, yeah? And sometimes he would say shit that was very controversial, like, towards, like, Mormons, I think. Really? <laughs> it was hilarious, because I, I don't remember, like, quotes or anything like that, but I know that one day he was bashing some kid because he questioned, like, something the teacher said about, I don't know, life or whatever, and someone said something about afterlife. He, like, laughed right at his face. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, Fuck yeah, teacher. But I just remember one day, and I don't know, and it really stuck with me. Um, someone asked, like, what the meaning of life was. Like, yeah. That's the question right there. And the teacher, like, sat there and, like, looked around and thought about it. And he's like, well, to be honest, there isn't one because if there is, the only meaning in life that we really have is we're just going to produce carbon when we die. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone kind of looked around the room like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. What do you guys link... Of generally shitty people donating charities, but their donations are denied. For example, Takashi Six Nine um, attempted to donate to a New York City food fund, but his donation was rejected because of his reputation. He didn't broadcast it at all. It was a charity. Um, I mean, uh, you got to remember the one important thing about when you donate money. Yeah. That you get big tax breaks. Oh hell yeah! I'm sure a lot of people do it for that. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a good. That's a good question. And no, no, we can always talk about. Okay. Yeah, no problem with that. Um, but, I mean, I guess I respect they didn't broadcast it. But I mean, he's yeah, he really is trash. Yeah. I don't know how he has any fans. Like, I have never met someone who was like, man, I really like Takashi. I've seen a few people on Facebook who are like, yeah, I like some of his songs, but I've never seen someone with like a Takashi shirt. No. 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 I don't, I don't know either, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, I listen to rap and hip-hop and different things along that variety, but I, I've never yeah. ran into someone who's like, man, listen to Kashi Like, This is a fucking banger. And I'm like, what? It is? Yeah, all the songs sound exactly the same. Yeah. I like pretty much everything, like any genre. I'm not huge, not huge on, like, pop. Yeah. Like, mainstream, like, repetitive pop shit that you hear on top 100 the same four chords on every single song yeah yeah um or country yeah i don't like country i can respect like johnny cash and willie nelson but 
Yeah, I don't do new uh, age country. I don't do country either. Yeah. Um, and I'm really critical of rap. Like, I, I only like very few. Yeah. Maybe if you but I mean if I if it's good like it's it's really good. You know? Rap's an interesting one too because I I like stuff that has uh, meaning behind it. Yeah, I like very lyrical. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there's definitely like club bangers that you put it on. You're like, oh fuck, yeah, I yeah, whatever. It's, it's yeah. fun. They have their purpose. But I definitely like my music to have a meaning. Dexter, I'm going to show you a whole cool, weird world of rap music. I've listened to a lot of, I've heard a lot of rap music, so I'm definitely not naive, or not, that's not the word, I'm definitely not um, a noob in that genre, but yeah, and show me. I remember you uh, bringing it up on, when you did the Top hmm. Shelfers podcast one time, that because of the, the clothing aesthetic that you rock, that people expect you to be into like, yeah metal and shit all the time people <laughs> yeah people expect me to be in like black metal they'll be like oh dude you know do you like you know whatever it's, they'll list off some death metal bands or black metal band like it's all right yeah i like i like metal but it's not really what i listen to do you have a go-to like you i like um just in general or like yeah. i like dream pop um dream that's pop. my shit like i can listen to that 24 hours a day any day it's like Bands like Slow Dive or like Mazzy Star or Cigarettes After Sex. I think or... I know who Slow Dive is. That sounds familiar. The, the, I think they're from the 80s or 90s. Um, it's very like slow and like almost like, dr- yeah, like dreamlike. Yeah. yeah. Pretty is it like euphoric type music? Kind of, like, yeah. And yeah. a lot of people think it's like depressing, but. Dude says ska music is not dead. Ska will never die in anyone's heart. It's around <laughs> forever. Excellent listens to Norwegian black metal and 80s post punk. Oh, yeah, that's it. Nothing else. <laughs> no other music. Nothing. Is that, speaking of like images and stuff, is that something that's been difficult in Utah? Or is it just, you know, you have the confidence to like brush I it off? I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love the negative. I love the weird looks like old little Mormon ladies will give me and stuff. All the <laughs> negative attention, I love it. It's part of the reason, I mean, not it's not why I do it. I just, I don't know. This is just, I felt like myself with this look. Yeah. Like all black, black hair, you know. I wouldn't even consider myself goth. I just, this is how I've always, right. how I've always been, you know. And, um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I kind of love it. All the. Yeah, I think I really I do. I just have the confidence for it, you know. Right. And I like the, you know, I get a kick out of you know, I'll like walk into the like, walk by like Temple Square and I'll see people be like, <laughs> like you know, you're probably they're probably like, did you see that guy? He's probably a saint worshiper, you know. And I'm just like, you know, smirk. <laughs> or like I've had people actually look scared. Really? Like yeah, I've had a few people be like. Come on, like grab their, you know, kid stroller oh, to the geez. side. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Isn't that sad though that at the end of the day, people, regardless of where you're at or who you are, they'll just judge based off appearance. Oh, for like, sure, yeah. Instead of taking like the two seconds and being like, "Oh, hey, my name's my name's Wes. Nice to meet you." Like no one does that anymore. Oh they just, no. Just like see someone who looks different, and they're like, "Ooh." Right. Totally. I seem to remember from high school, but I was always judged for how I love being as big as I am and having facial hair and tattoo in high school. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember you definitely looked a lot older than like other people there for sure. I get judged a lot too with the beard and being bigger, which really the bigger thing I get kind of, cause like 
I made this joke before and it's totally people got mad, but I hate other fat people. Because <laughs> it's just like oh, they're just like a fucking characteristic, like a stereotype of fat people that like a lot of them live and it sucks. Yeah. Because it gets brought on to me and I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll go run a mile right now outside. I'll probably die, but I could do it. <laughs> you know? Like, but uh um the beard thing's weird too. It, that is I, weird. I don't think I've I don't really grow out facial hair because my girlfriend she'll call me neck beard. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and, yeah, and it really does. It grows like I can grow it all right here, but nothing right here. <laughs> and it's just like so. I and it's my hair is black, but my facial hair is blonde because my natural hair color is blonde. Yeah. So I just shave it. But. I you know what makes me like kind of uncomfortable? Well, I'll go places where there's a lot of white middle aged men, and they all like do like the head nod like. Really. Because I'm a big, white-bearded guy, and they assume that I'm with the cause, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You're one of them? Yeah. Yeah. Part of their clan. Right. Yeah. (laughs) People are the worst, but I love people. Yeah. Keep living here. People are people. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Next time, hopefully next time we do it, we're going to have some... uh, If anyone who really knows me, they know I have a thing for red lights. So, uh, like, if anyone's seen my apartment or any of my Snapchats or videos from my apartment, it's just, like, super red lighting. I don't, I don't even turn on any other lights, so we're going to try to put some of those up in here. I wonder how much string light we would need yeah. to make the whole room red and be able to turn the light off. Because that would be rad. Yeah, that would be. Um, I mean, I guess if we did, like... A top layer and like a maybe like a layer here on the yeah things yeah I think so. I'll look into it. I'll look yeah, it. I'll I'll will research it. Those LEDs that I have in my room only like thirty. Oh, yeah. that okay. Yeah, salty. Send me that link again. He bought. He found this thing online that's just like I think it's just USB. Yeah, it was like three hundred feet of LED rope. What? Yeah, and it was like thirty or forty bucks. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, we could definitely do that too. Maybe if it's big red tonight. That would be cool, yeah. I'd also think um I think candles are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we could definitely do a candle yeah. like on this table. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alright, cool. That will also be nice too if we that's one thing that I'm trying I'm struggling with right now is making each <clears throat> like show look different in a way. Yeah. Cause like I don't want. I want people to come in and know and that this feel is the difference just, between the shows. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But I think lighting would be a real easy one to show. Like, oh yeah, this is Dax cast. It's, it's red. Yeah, you know what yep. you're getting into. Exactly. Cold ones. I've seen cold ones. Yeah, they do have cool light setups for sure. That's what I want to discuss with you, about being a guest for the next one, please. Yeah. DM me, man. For sure. And for those of you who are local in Utah, we're just up in Bountiful, so I mean it's yeah. not super far out of the way. No, unless you live know. in like Provo, it's kind of a drive. It's a bit of a yeah. I've had to go out there a few times for work, and it's uh, it's a bit of a bit of a track. You live downtown still, right? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. Yeah. That's not. No, no. It's probably only like 15, 20 minutes. No. Yeah. I'm just down in Woods Cross, so it's only like five or oh, nice. six or seven not too far away which is great 
Yeah. Because always feel that I had, I had this guest say that he wanted to come on, and uh, we planned a time or whatever. And I usually will come over since I live so close. I'll leave at like, <clears throat> like today I left at six forty-five or whatever. Yeah. And it's only like five ten minutes away. And I told this kid like, yeah, I'll be over here at seven. And he lived in like, God, past Provo. Eagle oh. Mountain or something like that. Eagle, oh, that's a distance. Yeah, he. I've had to go out there. That's a fucking drive. He bro. drove up here at like three, because he didn't want to like he didn't know how long it was gonna take. So he oh, sat man. like outside for like two and a half hours and didn't text me. I was like, yo, you can fucking. I got here and what? I'm like, oh, what's up, man? And he's like, oh, I'm a little tired. I've been waiting for a while. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, man, I came up here at like five. Oh man. Fuck, didn't you text? <laughs> that's insane that's so early to leave man like yeah. he should have at least told you or something that was on him though yeah fair enough I have lights that you can see if they all work they have nine or something different colors you can pick yeah sweet did um, you want to wrap it up for this one um, yeah yeah we could probably I think this is like two hours that's the cool thing about podcasting you shit go flies on forever. so quick I can't believe it's already been two hours holy shit see how long it feels like just barely we were like all right five minutes we're live yeah two hours and eight minutes you want to say anything to close it out i don't know um shit yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about all kinds of shit on here um you know if anyone has any requests for anything they want me to you know us to talk about then send them my way you know um yeah i mean it's, it's gonna be a good time for sure we got a lot of a lot of things to discuss, and uh, we're yeah we're gonna need a lot of a lot of people on here that aren't us too because we seem to agree yeah we seem to agree on a lot so just good and bad which is good and bad yeah, yeah. I yeah. I hope that when guests come on they don't feel like they get berated that's if for they sure. have differing opinions I'm sure we'll figure something out that we yeah. don't agree on which will be good oh yeah but yeah there's got to be something but yeah I mean I, hopefully next time it'll look a bit it'll look different you know get some we'll get some red lights we'll get all kinds of stuff i was telling him we need a mini fridge yeah every every place needs a mini <laughs> fridge. and as far as like uh behind the scenes stuff goes um there's a youtube already set up like everything is set up and gonna be posted on like the top shelfers name so if you want to find if you want to go back and re-listen to the podcast or you're watching this now and you want to you know be able to follow other stuff um it's on every major platform except iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio? Oh, fuck, haven't you replied to me? They just haven't replied? <laughs> they haven't replied. I'm, I'm on everywhere else that's popular, and I, heart, I did the iHeartRadio application, and they just never yeah. replied. They're just like, we'll just ignore them. Assholes. Yeah. I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to just plan the same time next week, and then we can yeah. change it if something comes up yeah let's do that okay all right next week eight o'clock eight o'clock mountain so what's that 10 eastern and seven pacific some shit yeah <laughs> and <sighs> thank you guys for following all of you that did yeah yeah it's been fun thank you guys later all right see ya <laughs>